This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. This episode is brought to you in part by Richmond Graduate University. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly. Richmond Graduate University can equip you to become a licensed professional counselor, integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmond.edu. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And now, here's your host. Hello, this is Russell Moore, and this is Questions and Ethics, the program where we take your questions about issues that you're facing in your life or in your home or in your neighborhood or in your workplace and answer them through the grid of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the question today comes from Michael, and he's referencing the controversy that happened in recent days over world vision. Before I ask Michael's question, I'll give you a little bit of uh, the context. For those of you who don't know, world vision is a, a Christian ministry, has done very good work when it comes to uh, helping starving and at-risk uh, children around the world. And World Vision prompted a huge controversy in recent days when they announced that they were going to start hiring people who were same-sex married and that they were going to to change their, their policy when it came to homosexuality, when it came to people who were married legally in states. Uh, the outcry meant that within, I think, 48 hours, World Vision said, we're reversing uh, that policy. And so Michael says... Dr. Moore, do you think World Vision changed its mind for the right reasons or simply because they lost so much support within the first 24 hours of making the announcement? And that, that's a good question, Michael. My response to that is to say, I think that evangelicals made our views clear to World Vision, and I think World Vision did the right thing in saying we're reconsidering this and we're, we're turning around. Now, I think we need to be the sort of people who are willing to speak the truth, including to speak the truth to and about uh, world vision when they do something uh, that we believe is unbiblical. But I think we also need to be the sort of people who can take yes for an answer. Uh, World vision put out a statement and said, we apologize. Uh, The thing that struck me about this, this statement from Rich Stearns is that it was unlike many public apologies that we tend to see these days. It didn't self-justify. It didn't say, I'm sorry if I offended you. We're sorry for those that we offended. It said we did the wrong thing. We lost our way when it came to the authority of the Bible, and we're turning around. We're going to, to seek to make it right. Now, I think that we take them at their word. 1 Corinthians 13 tells us to believe the best, And so I don't think we can read motives, and I don't think we ought to read motives. I think instead we ought to rejoice and say, unless they they prove themselves, uh, unless they prove otherwise, uh, I think we need to take them at their word. Now, does that mean that we ought to take into account? Some some people have said, well, yeah, but you know they. 
they made a really bad decision in the first place. So how can you trust a board that would make this sort of a decision that is just a clear break from biblical teaching and from 2,000 years of, of Christian witness? Fair enough. Fair enough. Should we seek to watch and hold World Vision accountable? Yeah, we need to watch and to hold every uh, Christian organization and ministry uh, accountable. That's what the Bereans did when they judged everything that that the apostles were saying according to the Word of God. They searched the Scriptures to see if these things were were so. We need to do that uh, all of the time because every human authority is fallible and every human authority can make mistakes, and so we need to constantly be be watching that. And I don't mean that we need to have a watchful spirit or a skeptical spirit the way some people do, wanting to, to pounce on everything. But we need to hold everybody, all of us in Christian ministry, up to the the standards of the Word of God. True enough. But we also need to be the sort of people who, when somebody starts going in a wrong direction, they're rebuked, then they turn around. I mean, the worst thing we can do is to say, oh, well, you obviously just turned around because we rebuked you. That means your motives are wrong. I mean, the, the Apostle Paul confronted the Apostle Peter and, and said, your refusal to have table fellowship with the Gentiles, uh, I, I'm withstanding you to your face because you're not living up to what has been delivered to you by the Lord Jesus. Paul did that. Now, what if when Peter turned around and repented, the response from the rest of the church is, oh, well, he just repented because Paul confronted him. He's just worried about losing the influence that he has among the apostles. Well, you could read all those motives into that if you wanted to, but I think the better way to go is to take them at their word and to say, we're glad you did the right thing, and like any other ministry, we're going to be holding you accountable, and if you walk away from the Bible and from the gospel, which is what happened here, I want to be very clear, that is what happened here we're going to be the people who will remind you there's still an evangelical movement in this world, and the evangelical movement still believes the evangel. Yeah, we need to do that, but we need to do it as people who take people at their word and believe the best. What's your question that you have? Uh, send it to me at questions at erlc.com. Maybe it's something you were reading in your quiet time in the Bible and you, you say, I'm not even sure how to necessarily to understand this, or maybe it's uh, something that you saw on television, on the news, or read about on the internet, and you're saying, I'm not sure how to think about that as a Christian. Or maybe it's a situation that you're facing in your family, or in your home, or your neighborhood, or in your workplace. Send it to me at questions at erlc.com, and we will address it here on Questions and Ethics. Until next time, this is Russell Moore. If you'd like to submit a question, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook, use the hashtag AskRDM. Thanks for listening to the Questions and Ethics podcast with Russell Moore. To check out future broadcasts, subscribe via iTunes or visit us on erlc.com. This episode was brought to you in part 
by Wheaton College's M.A. in Humanitarian and Disaster Leadership, which prepares Christian professionals to serve others faithfully and excellently. Called to help people facing disasters, human trafficking, poverty, or displacement as refugees? Visit wheaton.edu hdl.